Hi, my name is Brendan Watt and welcome to the One Choice from Change podcast, where I give you the tools to create something totally different beyond the status quo and where you get to become as different as you are. What if there is nothing wrong with any of the choices you've made up until now? I'm inviting you to be aware that every choice creates something. So, what will you choose today? Welcome everybody to, well, I would introduce it just as my podcast and you guys all know that one, but my sister Sarah Watt is on here today and she just told me she's hijacking it also. So it's going to be on two. <laughs> um, so hello, Sarah. Hello everyone. Thank you for having me. I'm very excited. We're here, what, two weeks into the quarantine. I'm in the US, you're in Australia and it's like, I've got cabin fever, kind of. <laughs> No, I don't really. It's like, at least I still get to go outside. Yes, I've got six more days until I can walk out my front door, technically. So I've got very much cabin fever. And I'm very much also using this time to to create things and do things that I've always said I like. I don't have time to do. So I'm definitely taking advantage of it and having fun, which is good. I like that. And it's like, and that that's where a lot of people... Are, the people that are looking at it from that place and going, okay, so how do I use this time? How do I take advantage of this rather than how is it a problem in my life? I mean, the amount of time I have on my hands now that I'm not traveling 30 days out of the month is just crazy. Yeah. And I think as well, like um, how many people are like, exactly. It's almost like there's a split between the people that are really using this time to their advantage. And then the people that are just waiting it out to be like, okay, so soon everything will be, you know, everything will be back to normal. And which is so interesting really to, you know, we were just on a telecall with Gary Douglas, um, the world without end. And that was like, blew my mind where he started talking about this stuff about like, what if this was the new normal? Like, what if, yeah, what if now is the time to create the future? That And also, like, how much were we asking for this uh, to show up? Uh, even the people maybe that, you know, obviously we both do a lot of access consciousness. We talk a lot about access consciousness. But what about the people out there in the world that don't do access or whatever, do something else, and have been asking for a big change to take place? Yeah, well, here's your change. Yeah. And it's like... and. and- the thing is too, it's like I was, when I was listening to that before is for a lot of people, it's like, okay, well let's wait until the comfortable reality that we lived before returns. And it's like, it's not going to, and living from that place. And I've been there and done it before where you live from, okay, well things are going to get back to normal soon and they never do. But mm-hmm. what I realized was having that comfortable life meant I always had to be looking backwards for what created the comfort in the first place. And it's one of the, it's how a lot of us live our lives. We go, okay, so how did I get comfortable in the first place? And now I need to keep choosing from that, not what can I create now and what other choices do I have? The other thing is, is if you're willing to be in question in a time like this, you have an advantage to create something that's never existed. Most people don't look at it from that place, but you have to be in that question of what can I create that I've never created before what choices do I have now that I could make that I've never chosen before? And how do I create my future now that it doesn't exist? Yeah, the, the other thing yeah. with the other thing with having a comfortable life is you create, you create the predetermined and the predictable future so that you can keep the comfort. 
you keep creating. It's like it's kind of like this hamster wheel. You keep creating backwards while creating forwards at, and backwards at the same time so that you can make sure your future matches up with your past so that you don't lose that comfort rather than look at it and go, okay, so if I had no clue what my future was going to be, I just knew I could create it, what would I choose today and choose from that place? But it really is the place where you've got to get up every day and you've got to go, okay, so what? where's my energy required now? What would I like to create today? Not where's my to-do list because the to-do list doesn't exist anymore either. And like how many new areas can you go into and play with like this, like even, you know, the way we create our bodies, the way we create our businesses, like every future now, like, you know, cause we talk about this future as though it's, it's also like this one thing, like, you know, to us, it's like, well, this is my future. This is the direction I'm moving into. But the other thing I've become aware of with this is like all the little futures that are now available, like the future that I can create with my body, the future I can create with my business, the future I can create with the planet and the people you know, that I have in my life and in my world and where it's almost like, yeah, everything's become fragmented in a way, but it's also this place, like this playground where, you know, I knew it existed before, but now it's like this, this whatever we're creating here is giving the space to, to look at things like totally differently than I've ever looked at it before. Yeah. And that thing where, where it, seems like it's it's fragmented into these different things that's the way consciousness works you don't see your future as a whole you see it as parts and pieces and it's what you do with that and what you choose based on the awarenesses that you have of how you create the future it's like most people go well i have a separation between my body i have a separation between finances my relationships my future my all of these things when consciousness doesn't work based on separation it works based on including everything and judging nothing so each part of that speaks to the other part and it all creates together if you're willing to receive and that's the other thing with what's going on right now if you're willing to receive something different you will hear the universe from a different place because you're actually now willing to see it whereas before it was once again that hamster wheel I'm just going along on the ride. I'm going along on the ride. And now you're stuck at home for a month going, what happened? Where's my hamster wheel? Where's my comfortable existence? And is that like where true communion, because I know, you know, I was listening also to a telecall that you and Simone were doing the other day, the ins and outs um, based on like relationships done different and the relationship, are you sure you want one book? And where the, the big thing that came out of that call, I mean, it was also another one that was like blowing my mind, but was talking about this place of communion and like even with these these futures futures that we're creating in different ways now, like how does communion like because you talked about how each one will talk to and interact with each other when you when you're willing to have that that level of consciousness or awareness with it like how does communion come into that as well that's something I guess that word for me right now is so up in my world that I really want to look at like creating well, more of that. It's the willingness to not have to create separation between you and something in order to have it. Because what most of us do is we go, all right, well, in order to have this in my life, I can't lose it. They're right there. You've created separation between you and it, and you can't create anything greater than that, which you can't lose. So you go, okay, there's the separation, which doesn't allow 
help you to have the communion to sense when that is no longer going to contribute to the future that you're creating. And this is what a lot of us do go, well, why lifestyle? Well, what is it you've decided that you can't lose that's keeping you going beyond into what you can actually have? And when you're willing to be in communion, and it works the same in the way that we create our relationships, and not only with people, with everything, is we go, okay, so my relationship with money is blah, blah, blah. It is, you know, I'm good with it. I'm not good with it. Here's my distance that I create between me and money. Rather than communion is always from the place of question. Okay, so what would it, be, what would it take for me to have total ease with money? See, the other thing with that part, with that question is it, it doesn't allow you to define it. So you can't go, well, what's it going to take for me to have $100,000? You've already defined it. You've already created mm-hmm. separation in the universe. The universe doesn't know how to speak from a place of definitions. It doesn't know how to speak from a place of linearity. So it goes, well, I can't give you that. I can show you this. But if you're not willing to be bigger than the definition you have, then you can't receive it. And so everything that will up times God's so yep. you just try and create it. Yep. Right and wrong, good and bad, pod and park, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. So it is from that place of, okay, so if I was being in communion with this, what question would I be? Not how do I get what I want? Yeah. And so looking at like, cause I get some of this when people hear this, cause even for me and I've heard this a lot of times and I'm still like, Oh my God. Cause you talk about creating a relationship with something through separation. Like you want to get closer to something is what uh-huh. we think a relationship is. But in, in turn to do that, what we, as what we end up doing is creating separation. So like, well, whether even, it's clo- with your bo- even closeness is separation though, cause it's already so created a distance. More- Yep. So maybe yeah. like just a tiny bit more on that, just to get that piece. So like, and where this, not... yeah. And maybe like a practical thing of like what that looks like for you in a way. So people could not understand me more than they just didn't in the last 10 minutes. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Exactly. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Well, that's what we do with relationships. We go, okay, I want to be close to this, but, with that as your point of view, you've already created the separation because as an uh-huh. infinite being, as an infinite being, you can't be separate. You, you cannot be separate from anyone or anything. You only create the separation based on the definitions you have. And it's probably a little bit of a, it's a little bit of a deeper topic that I wanted to get into. Cause a lot of this is like, it is basic to the great, to the degree that you're willing to receive from it. It's mm-hmm. not, See, most people go, well, define it. Show me how it yeah. works. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. You cannot show how something works until you're willing to choose it. Yeah. So the the thing with that closeness is it's like, okay, I want to get closer to this. I want to get closer to this. I want to get closer to this. How much judgment do you have to have of you and it in order to create the closeness? Because yeah. the other thing we do in relationship with it or with a person is we go, if I choose this, I lose the closeness, but I've already decided I need the closeness, so I cannot choose that. So you will choose against yourself, which creates the judgment. Well, it doesn't mm-hmm. create the judgment. You create the judgment in order to create it, but mm-hmm. we will choose against ourselves in order to maintain 
that closeness rather than go, okay, if I was willing to lose this and if I yeah. was willing to have it, what would I create it as? Yeah. But that whole willingness to lose, it's like, you know, and I've done this a lot in my life too. It's like, I have areas in my life where still, still where I go, I must hold on to this, must hold on to this. I need this. And it's like, but I know enough now to know the energy doesn't mean I'd changed it yet, but I know the energy of, I know the energy of, okay, I know that doesn't allow me to have something greater. Yeah. So you got to look at it and go, okay, so what do I desire to create? And for a lot of us, we think the willingness to lose also means you lose. Once again, yeah. an infinite being could lose based on what? Yeah. But these are the lies that we buy in order to control ourselves so that we can be normal. Yeah. And I think overall as well, like trying to define things, because obviously like that's where I go on so many things is being like, if I can just understand this, I can figure it out. And like uh -huh. even talking to you now where I get how that also creates a separation from everything as well, because definition is automatically going to put something into a, into a box or it's going to start limiting what that could be. So like how much even the, you know, cause it goes like whew, this space of like everything here getting so big, but really like to look at it from a place of that simple thing you said about, you know, the energy, right. You know, the energy of something, even if it's not like a total cognitive awareness of this isn't going to create the future I want to create, but there's somewhere in everything that comes up energetically where, you know, it, it's almost like the light and heavy tool, right? Like that very basic mm -hmm. tool of knowing. And even like where people can start playing with that as being the place where am I causing separation here would be a matter of it being, is it light or heavy in a way as well? Yeah. And what did, what have I decided I need to control with this so that I can get it the way that I want it? And this yeah. is another way that we create the separation. We go, well, this has to turn out the way I want it, which doesn't allow it to turn out any greater. One of the things I've been looking at with, you know, I've got some time on my hands now. So it's <laughs> like I was going, even with creating my future, I was <laughs> creating the separation between me and it to make sure I could control it. But also in that, I had to control myself with what I choose and go, and I started looking at it and going, wait a minute, I don't even want that. That's not even my reality. That's so that I don't upset this person or that's so that yeah. I don't upset this person. Or So I went, wow, I've learned my whole life how to create my future to keep everybody else happy. Oh Anyone else done that? Every, no. Everywhere you've created your <laughs> creating your future and your life and your reality in order to not upset anybody, which keeps you being totally controlled. We destroy and create all that. Yep. Right and wrong, good and bad, pod and pock, all nine shorts, boys me on. So it's like I started a list going, okay, so what would I like my future to have? And I was writing things down and I went, wait a minute, that's not my reality. You know, even with finances, with everything, because the thing I know about myself is if I ask for something, I'm getting it. Yeah. But see, we all have that ability to the degree in which we're willing to receive. Mm -hmm. And that is going to, twist your head up because you're like but what do you mean receive i'm gonna have to do another another what do you call it podcast on that one because that's a little bit more than i can talk about right now yeah yeah 
So looking at that though, and like starting to write some things down and look at like the future you actually desire to create is something that I've been looking at in this time as well. And just how much, and Gary spoke about it on the World Without End telecall just now as well, where we look to what other people are creating as their future in order to create our future and almost like using people as like examples or somewhere where, oh, well, if they're choosing that and it's creating greater for them, therefore, if I choose it, it'll create greater for me. And I almost become part of like, well, no, not necessarily. It's when, mm-hmm. from doing it from that place. It's so that you can get your future right. Cause if somebody okay. else is doing it, then if you do it, then there's two people doing it and it must be right. If uh-huh. you're willing to be a leader and create your, your future from a different place, you don't do it from a place where you have to get it right. Uh-huh. And that is where, a lot of us, we look to that because we go, okay, I have to get my life right because I've already decided I'm wrong. So how do I choose what everybody else is choosing so that I make, can make sure that I'm not so wrong? Uh-huh. Everything that is times a godzillion, we destroy and create it. Yep. Right and wrong, good and bad, pod and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. And see, the, the thing with that too is, and what I've learned over many years, is there's always another choice. You don't mm-hmm. get, you can't, for a lot of us, we go, can't why can't you that? It, I can't, you can't <laughs> run out. But also you have choices available that you don't even know you have available when you're trying to get your life right. You've eliminated choice pretty much. Yeah. So everywhere you're eliminating choice in order to get it right, in order to create your life is right and your choices is right because you've already decided you're wrong, we well, just try and create all that. Yeah. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. And then what about the wrong side of it? Like, because we look like, because I also get there's this place where we're looking to be right because we've already chose, you know, decided that we're wrong, Mm -hmm. but also where I see people fucking themselves up in a way. And I'm like, you know, that's, that's wrong. I would never choose something like that. Well, it's like, is that your awareness of where you've chosen it before? and made yourself wrong for it. Yeah. Because it's like when that comes up for me, what I do is go, okay, so everywhere I've been there and done that before, destroy and uncreate it. Because see, yeah, it's everything that is, right and wrong, good yep. and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, pause and beyonds. A lot of us still in choosing our future are trying to make up for our past, which we've decided is wrong, all the wrong choices we make. I never can make that again, so I have to get my choices in the future right. So you always have to judge every choice you make in order to make sure you don't relive your past. Everything that is yep. times a Godzilla, to destroy and create it. Yeah. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. And having that place of looking to create communion, you know, we talked about communion before and what, again, what's come up with me for me more than anything with that is creating communion with myself. Yeah. And I get like that if I'm willing to have total communion with myself, I'm willing Mm -hmm. to create my future, be the leader in my reality, be the leader in my future and still have everything else contribute, but it's still be this place where, yeah. And it's so funny because we're so taught to, you know, rely on other people, include other people, you know, care for other people, which it's not saying don't do those things, but it's so almost like this. Yeah. But they're all the ways. Polarity they're all the ways that you were taught to judge so that you could never have communion because communion cannot exist with judgment. 
They cannot live together. You cannot have communion mm-hmm. and judge in the same universe. So mm-hmm. it's like when you're taught about, like you said, where I've still got to care about people and I've still got to take care of, I've got to, you know, all of that stuff. It's like, how much do you have to judge you in order to make sure you're taking care of people? Because yeah. when we were kids, I mean, for you and I, it's like to take care of means you have to give something up with you. You can't be too happy, yeah. or you're not taking care of me. So for, for most people, we learn that caring is don't become more than me. Give yourself up for me. Coddle me when I'm, when I'm feeling sad. But it's like, so you're constantly looking at these places for how do I judge that I'm caring rather than knowing, okay, I'm caring. But caring can look from that place also. I'm, I'm never willing to stop caring for me, no matter, no matter how much somebody else needs me to care for them. Yeah. That's true caring. And that's what yeah. allows you to have communion with others because you don't have to judge you. In order to have communion with somebody, they do not have to have communion with you. Yeah. And this is what a lot of us do. We go, well, but how do I get them to see my point of view? Once again, you're doing judgment, which doesn't allow you to have the communion. You got to get to get free of that. You got to go. Okay, so everywhere I've decided I need to judge myself in order to compare myself to others, when I know I'm different. I try so hard to be normal. We destroy and uncreate all that. Yes. Right and wrong, good and bad, pod and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. And then it's also that place of like with the caring side of things as well, like what I'm becoming aware of is the more I'm willing to choose that communion with myself. And like you were saying, like having the caring for myself, it's yeah. also a place where it, that's the invitation for other people to choose it. Right. So rather than it being this place of like showing them how you can care for them or showing them how to care for themselves, like having that caring and communion with you is where it creates an invitation for other people to see it and choose it if they want to choose it. <laughs> If they want to choose it, but never having yeah. an expectation of them choosing it in order for you to have it. Yeah. Never expecting anything of anyone in order for you to be able to choose it, know what you can choose and go and for just that. Go. Yeah. Yep. But it's like what we're talking about here is completely different way to live. Also. Yeah. It's like, yeah. you know, we've been taught to find the answer. We've been taught to, get know what the result's going to be before we choose. We've been taught to create predictability in order to be able to control so that you can't lose sight of what you know you can control. But this is the way we've been taught. So everything you've been taught about the future, that's not true. Will you destroy and uncreate all that? Yeah. Right and wrong, good and bad, pod and pock, all nine shorts, boys, millions. And what I want to do one other thing with this part, what jails, are you using to create the dominance of equals MC squared as seeking a comfortable, predictable future through what created the comfortability and predictability in the past, which keeps you always looking backwards and never truly creating a future that's true for you. Are you choosing? Yeah. I hope I don't have to say that again. Everything that is <laughs> times have got silly we destroy and I've created Right and wrong, good and bad, pod and pock, all nine shorts, boys. I think I'll remember it. Let me do it one more time. So what jails are you using to create the dominance of vehicles MC squared as always seeking a comfortable and predictable future through what created the 
comfortability and predictability in the past so that you never actually truly have to create a future that's true for you. Yeah. Everything that is times a gazillion when you destroy and create it. Yeah. Wow. Right and wrong, good and bad, pod and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. And then just quickly, like what came up from that then is like with creating a future, like how instantly can that be created? Like how quickly can a future be created, changed? Like, cause we also, well, you know, for me, I've looked at, well, the future's like this long game of like, well, you know, I've got to keep going in this direction because my, my goal or my end game is to get to this place with my body or with money or with my relationships. But also like from what you just said then, because that's pulling me into this place of looking back, like also how quickly can we be creating and changing our future in every, in every right. moment? So, so what I'm going to do with that, because I can go into a lot <laughs> on that. Um, what I'm going to do with that is say, let's do, do you want to, well, obviously for you guys, it will be a week from now, but do you want to do a yeah. part two tomorrow or yeah. something? And let's yeah. start from that place of how quickly you can create a future because it's a little bit bigger than I can get into right now. Yeah. Cool. And I guess too, because it's like, once you're willing to choose that, you know, like we've talked now for whatever, 20 minutes and we've looked at like a bunch of different things, but it's also like, bam, the minute you, you choose to change it and to do this, like what we're going to talk about in part two. Yeah. Just how quickly when you're willing to let go of that control and trying to figure it out that it can just start changing straight away. That might be part three. Cause that's even a bigger conversation, okay. <laughs> but it's like, it's, it's like, and, and what I realized, and I'll just finish with this bit. Cause that just, that whole thing is like what I realized for me, cause I've always known that the how is not my problem. Okay. How I, how something, all I know is I have to choose. I'm, yeah. I, I'll choose. That's, the how is the universe's deal it goes you uh -huh. choose we are the how but it's like uh -huh. i was looking i've been look, you know looking at my life over the last couple of weeks too and going wow i've been trying to figure how i'm going to do everything before i choose it and i didn't even realize uh -huh. it until i looked at it so that's another thing because it really is like you said from the moment of making that choice you've created a future Yep. what action do I need to take now to bring this into existence is, is different from how do I create this now? Yeah. The how will always keep you in your head. The action is always asking more questions and allowing the universe to contribute to what it is you're asking for. Yeah. Cool. So, let's so maybe the how two. is, yeah. Uh, we might have part, we might be, you might just three. be hearing us too for the next um, 68 weeks. So we hope you like <laughs> Which us. Which is fine. We like you guys. Um, We're having thank, fun. We are having fun. So thank you for coming on. The other thing I wanted to say is thank you all you guys for um, your feedback that you've been giving. Um, mm. My gaggle, which is, you know, my conglomeration of idiots that we all work together creating this crazy stuff. <laughs> It's like they send them on to me and I read them all and I just think they're fabulous and it it inspires me to do more. So I'm I'm grateful for you guys and I hope these contribute and I hope you're getting something out of it and I hope you're having too much fun. Yay. Thank, Thank you for you having sister. me on. I look forward to the next conversation. Yes, <laughs> yes please. All right, okay. guys. Bye-bye. Bye, guys. 
hope you found this helpful. Please share it and subscribe at onechoicefromchange.com. Until next time, you're only one choice from change.